0: Good evening. You may have heard that uh, the, the the UK government is going green. Some are saying that the Conservative Party have almost become the Green Party. They're really pushing this green agenda. And the latest thing now is is that uh, they want to phase out. Well, we know that they're, they're they're going to phase out gas boilers by two thousand and thirty five, or certainly stop new boilers being built. You know, in the next few years, really. Uh, and I've, I've mentioned this before, but now they're announcing uh, millions of pounds worth of grants to to help people switch from the, the traditional gas boiler which which for many years has come from the North Sea oil fields uh, into this um uh, th- these sort of electric heat pumps and a lot of new properties have already been built with all electric heating all electric uh, heating systems and and cooking systems gas is is already been phased out and yet i remember years ago it was been north sea gas was been Hailed as this clean energy, this you know, these have adverts on telly, clean energy in in fields and meadows with this clean gas coming out. So suddenly, it's like it's the it's it's the enemy of the of 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 the world. It's a bit like when we were told to drive diesel cars; they were better for for everything, they were better for the planet. They even had less duty on on diesel cars, and everyone was rushing out to buy them. And then you had to pay more for them, so you probably didn't save much anyway. But but now diesel, you know you. They don't even want you in London with a diesel car. They charge you extra to park in central London just because you have a diesel. You know, when you phone the number, it says we have a diesel surcharge. So just to park your car there, which is not burning any diesel, you're charged extra in London boroughs like Westminster and Camden. So it's all going a bit crazy in my my opinion. But it, on the on the financial front, Uh, I've I've already told you that interest rates are likely to go up by December, but the market is now betting that they will go up next month at the next Bank of England meeting. And they've named a figure. They say that rates will go up to 0.25%. That's a quarter of a percent. And this is the market betting against this, like bond yields. And that's already changed based on on these projections. Now, at the moment, we've got historically low rates of 0.1%, which is, is almost zero and so it's going to go up by just you know just under a quarter percent and and this is this is, this will be raised why to combat rising inflation the cost of living is going through the roof and inflation uh, is is already jumped to over three percent and is expected to hit four percent as I've been telling you for the last few weeks by the end of the year that's going to affect all sorts of things not only the cost of living uh, but it will affect the, the the buying power of your money and this is happening in the UK Germany Europe uh, and and America which is, is has seen uh, inflation rises going up above five percent for the first time in you know almost 20 years so everything is going it will be going up and if your your salary is not going up to, to meet it we're all going to be worse off with inflation four percent doesn't sound very much but it, it, it adds up over time and don't forget this four percent is a fiddled figure it doesn't really include everything. That 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 the price is going up by. It, does, it doesn't include everything. I think in America it doesn't even include housing costs. So, you know, don't don't think this is a small figure, and don't think that because you've, you're young enough not to have seen high inflation that it couldn't come back with a vengeance. I've lived through inflation, you know, in the double figures and and even twenty percent inflation, and I know what it's like when a union goes out demanding a twenty five percent pay salary increase. Otherwise, they're going to go on strike and bring the country to a standstill. We're already seeing evidence of this coming out. Uh, you know, in in, in Green Brighton, we're, we're seeing piles of rubbish piled up in the streets for the last few weeks as the dustmen have been on strike. So in the UK anyway, uh, going back to the green issue, 90,000 homes in the, in the UK will be offered grants of up to 5,000 pounds over the next three years to install heat pump uh, systems to replace gas boilers. Now, these heat pumps... Uh, can cost more than that. I think they'll, they'll probably cost seven or £8,000 uh, by by some estimates. They're not suitable for older properties because you need a lot of insulation. They, they kind of work in, in newer properties. And I, I, I believe that the cost of these w- will be higher to run uh, than, than a normal uh, gas boiler. So that's another thing. It will increase costs and just take money out of your pocket. It's, it's almost like a green tax in a way. And this is ahead of uh, uh, Glasgow's COP26 climate change Change conference. Uh, the government is spending. Well, they're throwing around four billion of taxpayers' money at this uh, as part of their net net zero strategy, green agenda, uh, to create more things like electric electric charging points all over the place. Uh, give maybe give grants of, to have electric charging points installed at your home, and and basically phase out uh, all new heating, you know, all new uh, gas heating systems uh, to to. Um, use low, low carbon technology or the, this new hydrogen technology that's been hailed as the, you know, the next big thing. Uh, so one country that won't be at this, this conference, this COP26 conference is the world's biggest polluter, which is China, they're, they're, they're ignoring it. In fact, they're holding back on their, their rush to go green. They're still you know, producing a lot of their electricity with, with coal powered uh, generating stations. So they're still using coal and we're eliminating it in this country, which I think is a big mistake because it will mean that the UK and America will rush to get this green agenda through. We're going to wipe out a lot of old industries. Meanwhile, China is going to take its time and then when we're all wiped out. They'll be ahead of us. And don't forget, a lot of the technology we have to buy in to run this green agenda is coming from China. They're also controlling a lot of the minerals that go into batteries so how is that going to to benefit our economy i i don't think it is i don't think it's going to benefit the economy of the us either and a lot of senators have talked about this that you know we we are virtually giving everything away to china just like bill clinton did when he brought them into uh, the world trade organization and since then the rise of china has been unbelievable and america's sold sold out to china really that that the country's been sold out by this exporting of jobs, exporting of manufacturing and a similar thing has happened here. We now totally depend on China for, for most of our goods and services and it's it's not good news for jobs. And nevertheless, uh, Boris Johnson said this will create 400,000 new jobs by 2030. but as I said, much of the technology uh, will need to be imported. Boris Johnson has also announced uh, 10 billion of investment, including uh, from from Bill Gates no less, Uh, as part of that that's another green thing that they're launching some green funds Uh, and and there's a picture of him with bill gates uh, you know getting into green stuff in in this country Uh, but you know these announcements are made but when where does this money actually trickle down to i know that the government are issuing green bonds so they're borrowing a lot of this money to, to to go green and i think we're doing this with unnecessary haste so there's a risk of upheaval of, of, of you know the pace of this and it could cause a major upheaval commentators have suggested to traditional industries it could wipe out millions of jobs before it creates all these new green jobs as, as, as it were um, and, and with, with with increasing technology a lot of jobs are going to, going to be wiped out anyway uh, so this is at a time when you know we need to to encourage more manufacturing and then you've got Rishi Sunak announcing plans to uh, perhaps impose a kind of a tariff on companies based on environmental their environmental damage that their they're creators so how is that going to encourage companies to manufacture goods in in the uk the answer is it's not they're going to just move it out to a country that doesn't worry about that and says yes come along, don't worry about carbon credits and no, just just put your steel plant here we'll manufacture everything and then we're back to importing stuff and this is why our trade gap is widening uh at a time when we're supposed to be doing all these trade deals around the world, the amount of uh, imports uh, compared to the, to the exports is, is, is widening. The gap is widening. And that's a, that's a worrying thing for, for the UK. Even though the economy is is going up, uh, the, the GDP is going up, the trade gap is, is widening as exports are, are not keeping up with this. Now, another thing that's going to change is mortgage lending could become harder on properties that are considered not to be green. So does that mean you're going to pay a higher interest rate? Does that mean the government's going to somehow bring out a, yet another tax against us um, because the, the house is not properly insulated, or maybe it's an older property? I, I don't know. I mean, you can't just knock all the the old Victorian houses down and 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 start, you know, putting horrible double glazing around them and or. Or, you know just building new new properties everywhere and just knock everything down knock out all our heritage some properties will never be suited to to these green uh these green energy pumps but i think hydrogen can be adapted to fit into uh, existing boilers so it may not be the end of that that uh, good old Potterton boiler uh, that you, you might have there um, we'll see i mean i don't mind electric stuff i don't like cooking with gas but you know, there, there you have it. It is, it is far cheaper than electric heating. If you buy a property and you see these horrible storage heaters in it, because the the flats, particularly in flats, are, are all electric usually. Um, just be careful of that. If it's an old type style storage heater, first of all, they, they give out about as, about as much warmth as a candle, and secondly, they're expensive to run. Um, and and these electric small electric heaters on the wall, they're not very good and they are expensive. So just be careful if you if you're looking at that. Maybe the modern uh electric heaters are are better but they're still expensive to run compared to to gas now as i said uh a couple of times this week and certainly in the last week the stock markets are expected to fall according to the bank of england and and could fall by as much as 10 percent before the end of the year and i think property prices could follow because there's a bubble in both of these areas financial markets and shares could see a, a sharp downturn with lower expectation of an early economic rec- recovery. This is according to the Bank of England that they predicted uh, last week. So it, it's, it's, um I, I think it's quite a, a, a serious issue. Uh, now, I know a lot of people are, are talking down the market at the moment and saying there's going to be a, a, a recession, a depression and that sort of thing. But these things can happen because these things come in cycles. We've seen, uh, you know a rapid expansion in in the price of uh, shares and property since 2000 since the 2008 crash and people are saying that this is largely fueled by the amount of qe and money printing quantitative easing money printing borrowing which is artificially fueling this this huge growth in the price of properties not just since the the the, the, the pandemic but since 2008 it, it's money printing on, on an industrial scale never ever seen in history. And that party, I believe, must come to an end. You cannot just go on like that you, because eventually they're just going to run out of ideas. And when they stop printing, they're already tapering out the money printing and, the, and the, the 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 money that's just given away to everybody in America and, and here. So when that, that stops, that, that will suppress the economy. They can't just keep artificially uh, creating these bubbles these property bubbles these stock market bubbles it eventually the party's got to, to end and this comes from very wise investors i've been researching and, and they all say that say the same thing this is why warren buffett is sitting on hundreds of billions of dollars worth of cash he feels that there's not there's not enough good shares around worth buying at the moment because they're all too highly priced and if you look at the the american stock market a lot of it is propped up by the, the fangs the the, the, the big technology companies, the Facebooks, the, the Apple, the, the Alphabet, which is Google, and, uh, you know, companies like Tesla and, and that sort of thing. So the, the, these, Tesla's not in one of the fangs, by the way, it's um, it's Facebook, Apple. Yeah, Apple's the other one. So th- that, that Netflix is the other one. So th- those are the sort of companies that are, are the, the, the amount of the, their share price rising is look making it look like the Stock market is booming, but if you take those out of the equation, the, the performance in the stock market has not been as good. So, I, I don't think that that can just um, carry on forever, it's just, it's just not possible that it can just carry on like that forever. And every country in the world that's gone through this uh, mass money printing, back from the going back to Germany, the Weimar Republic, and even before that, there were countries that printed money and, and it went wrong. Uh, the Weimar Republic, uh, you had Argentina a few years ago where they had inflation's running at hundreds of percent zimbabwe uh, venezuela which has destroyed its currency through through money printing and and yet they're an oil rich country uh, it's always ended in tears and 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 we're already seeing the effects of this now we're already seeing inflation coming through now four percent doesn't sound a lot but it's double the the, the bank of england's target now maybe they'll, they'll change their target now but they wanted to keep inflation under two percent so it's double that so four, 2 to 4% doesn't sound a lot, but when you think it's double, it's already 50% up on it, 50% rise. Now it's going to be 100% rise, double the amount that they want inflation to be. And this is after the Bank of England and the Federal Reserve said inflation will be a temporary blip in in September. So what I don't know what sort of thing they're on and, and, and where they get these figures from, but they're, they're supposed to have their fingers on the pulse. And yet it doesn't seem like they have. So how can you protect yourself from a, a property and and stock market crash uh when this bubble does eventually eventually burst and it will burst now what i would say is fortunes have been lost during depressions recessions stock market crashes uh, and, and property market crashes fortunes have been lost but also fortunes have been made as well if you know what you're doing if you're financially educated and you're financially aware you can make money during these times in fact a lot of people are waiting for dips in the markets to, to actually find something worth investing in, to find value investments, whether that be in stock markets, uh, like, like like we're talking about Warren Buffett, or whether it be in property markets. It, it's very difficult to find any value. If you look at stocks, they're already, uh, you know, the PE ratio on stocks is, is already way too high. And this happened in Japan in, in the 80s when PE ratios went up to an average of 65 and it it then crashed, it's never recovered. Their stock market has never recovered since that late 80s crash when their markets were going up by, you know, almost treble figures in a year. So, and one time Japan was gonna take over everything, wasn't it? Just like China is now, and yet China's economy is also faltering at the moment. So how can you protect yourself? Um, There is is money to be made during the dips if you know what you're doing. You can make money on, on the stock market if you know what you're doing during the dips not just by buying anything that goes down, but by, by knowing how to, to to study the market, knowing what to invest in. And the same thing with property, not just by going out and buying any property because it's cheap, because you might find a property that's cheap at the, the auction, but there's something wrong with it. So you've got to know what you're doing. But I'm, I'm, I promise you that money can be made during a crash. And I, I don't know when this crash will come, but I, I know that there'll be easily a correction stocks can go down very fast, property takes longer to, to happen. But clearly if the fundamentals are not right in the economy and we see the economy faltering, inflation going up, that, that has to have an effect on things, it must do. And when interest rates rise, that will affect, uh, that always affects the property market. Now, small rate rise is not going to, to dent it too much, but if rates have to keep going up, that, that's always had an effect on, on the on the property market. This market at the moment has got lots of cheap money around. You can get mortgages at less than 1%. So, of course, it's easy to to get money thrown at you, to, to get money from the bank of mum and dad who remortgaged their house at a low rate as well. And yes, a first-time buyer can go out and buy a property for six hundred, seven hundred thousand pounds £700,000, which is, is, is crazy. You know, when I started, it was a little flat. Uh, I, I couldn't even think about buying a house at that time, even though house prices at that time were probably you know, three, four times average salary, you know, now they're, they're 15 times average salary in, in, in many cities around the country. Yes, there are still cheap properties up north, there's still cheap properties in Wales, but even some of those markets have gone up rapidly. So you need to know what you're doing. If, if um, you, you keep an eye on my, my YouTube videos, my Facebook videos, my podcast on iTunes, I'm always talking about property, I'm always talking about, um, uh, you know, the markets and investing, because investing is the only way you can become I believe financially free. You can earn as much as you you like, but if you're not managing your money, that you won't keep it for very long. So you've got to know, learn how to invest. Now, putting your money in the bank at at 0% is not really investing. That's just depositing money there to keep, you know, in cash almost. Um, investing is putting your money into real assets that, that that includes properties, stocks, could be gold, precious metals, metals. But the main route for for most people, and this will be in your pension fund as well. There's only three main areas. That's that's property in pension funds. That would usually mean commercial property, uh, but it's still property. Uh, stocks and shares, the stock market, and and some in bonds, which is are slightly safer, but they are traded bonds uh, and those are the three main areas that people invest in. Yes, you can go and invest in gold coins and, and, and take a chance on that. You can invest in cryptocurrencies um, and antiques and fine arts and, and, and these sorts of things, but these are specialist areas. They're, they're not considered uh, the, the mainstream in terms of, of investment. And so, so so the things you need to really learn about if, if you're investing for most people would be the stock market or the property market and many people in the last few years have turned to property why because it's more tangible and secondly because you can borrow money to buy a property which you you can't generally do to buy stocks and shares i think the last time that was a big thing that you could borrow two-thirds of a, of a share price and use the shares as security was before the 1929 stock market crash so i don't think that's coming back soon do you uh, but you can borrow money apparently to buy cryptocurrency well <laughs> what does that tell you um so, and I would be very careful about cryptocurrency. I know I'm not a crypto fan, but you've got to make your own choice. But, you know, a lot of commentators have said never invest more than you can afford to lose. You know, yes, if you want to take a punt on it, a punt means a gamble on it, then fine. You know, put some money in that you could afford to lose. You know, but Bitcoin yesterday was up to $60,000 again, and it's up and down like a yo yo. So just be careful with that. But if you're looking at a long term investment, then the stock market and property are usually the best long-term bets looking back over hundreds of years so if you want to learn more about these things follow my youtube channel subscribe like it and also look at some of my videos that i'm putting out here for free my training videos and uh, maybe think about my coaching programs which can help take you through to become financially free without working any harder than you are now and we can quickly turn around your finances and set you on a path to become financially free free through managing your money but also through investing whether the vehicle be stock market or or in property so thanks for listening uh, just keep an eye on things be careful out there don't go you know remortgaging your house to buy cryptocurrency because that that's a huge risk but remember the things that the bank will lend on that's property why because they think property is a safe security to lend on they don't think uh, buying you know stocks in apple or, or cryptocurrencies is safe security so they won't take that as security for the loan but they will take the property you're buying as security for the loan do, do, do you see what I mean so thanks for listening check out my videos and my, my links down below and have a, have a great evening wherever you are at the moment